Well, hello, everybody. Hello, friends of Bill W. and others. You have landed on Sober Speak. We are glad you are all here. This episode is brought to you by Kim P., Kimberly L., Caitlin A., and Tammy U. Thank you, Kim, Kimberly, Caitlin, and Tammy. They went to our website, SoberSpeak.com, clicked on the Donate tab, and made a contribution. Thank you so much for your generosity. This episode is for you. My name is John M. I am an alcoholic. We are glad you are all here, especially newcomers. Newcomers, that is, both to recovery and newcomers to Sober Speak as a whole. I just want to go over a couple of the previous episodes real quick. I thought about this. Uh, by the way, we're going to have a little bit of a different episode today. I, I am the host of the episode, but this is the first time I actually have a co-host. Can you say hello, please, Mr. Steve G? Hi, this is Steve G. And I am an alcoholic. As you well. are. You most certainly are. I have no doubt about that. Um, let me just talk about some of our previous episodes real quick. Uh, I, you know, I, I've thought about doing this in the past, and I should do this more often. But just in case you missed them, I can't go all the way back. But by the way, Steve G is one of our previous episodes. I don't have that number in front of me, but I do know that he was one of the previous. Do you know that that, that number off the top no of your idea. head? Okay, well, anyway. It's lucky, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the lucky. You know what? I think I remember us saying it was lucky number 13, if I'm not mistaken. Could be. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we talked about that. But nonetheless, um, our previous episode, the one right before this, by the way, this is the one we are recording right now and that are about to bring to the listening public is episode number 32. And a lot of times, I do, and this is kind of a, a special edition episode, if you will, a lot of times I don't know exactly what episode is going to be. And in fact, I miss the mark sometimes. I say sometimes. I did it once with Jenny Kay. I actually said this is going to be, I can't remember. I think I said it was going to be episode number 26, but it was actually episode 27. But I doubt you that anybody quit listening after they figured out that I was one off the mark. But so anyway, but this time I know because I'm going to release this one on this Saturday because this is a what we call a, a timely release. And you'll find out what we mean by that as we get into this episode. This is a, like I said, a special edition release. Uh, our previous episode included Doug S. Uh, that was episode number 31. And Doug S. talked about, uh, it says, it's do it anyway. And it's called do it anyway because he read a reading from um, uh, Mother Teresa and you have to go back and listen to that one. And then the one before that, episode number 30, is Jake S. Jake S., uh, his uh, episode is entitled, He Crossed That Line. And uh, uh, it's a fascinating episode. It kind of talks about his dark journey to get him from where he was to where he is today. Uh, the episode before that is episode 29, Jackie C. Uh, it's called The Kid at the Crack House in the Corner, uh, which is the title that we came up with after she actually recorded that. Uh, you know, you just never can. We blend into society very well. She's one of those, just really like all the guests I've had, you never know sitting here talking to people that they've been on the journey that they have. And then the episode before that, in fact, I was just referencing, is Jenny Kay. Uh, that's episode number 28. It's called Angry, a 
angry, angry atheist sees the light. And she talks about her journey from atheism uh, and being a, a consistently angry person to believing in God and really improving herself throughout uh, sobriety. So anyway, that's enough about that. This is a podcast for those of you who don't know centered around the Alcoholics Anonymous 12 Steps of Recovery. Sober Speak is for those considering recovery, uh, those in recovery, or those who got sober a long time ago. Consider Sober Speak, if you will, your meeting between meetings. If you are enjoying the podcast, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Reach out to us at feedback at soberspeak.com. Just a couple of program notes here. Google now has a native app to, uh, for those of you who use Android, for those of you who have used uh, iPhones in the past, most of you can go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, but Google has always struggled with how to uh, uh, make their podcasts available to the public. Well, they now have, as kind of a competition, I guess, if you will, to uh, uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, uh, they they now have a uh, an app called Google Podcasts, and you can find us there. You can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Please remember, we do not speak for any 12-step community. We represent only ourselves. We are here to share our experience, strength, and hope with those who wish to come along for the ride. We are glad you are all here. Take what you want and leave the rest at the curb for the trash man to pick up. All right, so we're going to hop into this episode, and I'm actually going to do listener feedback at the end of this episode, so stay around and hear that. We have some very good comments that I want you to hear. So, the reason my friend Steve G is here is because we, well, not just me and him, but many people just got back from a conference uh, called the Crested Butte Mountain Conference. Um... And uh, for those of you who are interested in finding the website on that, it is cbconference.org. Is that correct, Steve? Correct. And CB stands for Crested Butte uh, Conference.org. And um, where do I start with this? Well, first of all, Steve has been a board member with this conference for how many years now, Steve? Oh, boy. I don't know. 10 or 12, something like that. Okay, so Steve has been on a board member for 10 or 12 years with this conference. And uh, uh, the last time that I personally actually went to this conference um, was... Um, when your daughter been, was very young. Yes. In fact, she was in womb with my wife. So she was very young, uh, less than nine months old. I know that. Uh, and uh, the interesting part is the, the, the other time that I went two years before that, uh, two or three years, maybe three years or so, right in that area before that. Uh, it must have been three years because me and my wife now dated for like three years. So we met each, well, we started hanging out, if you will, at that conference in Crestview. Kind of, you know, we weren't really, I wasn't putting my arm around her or anything like that. Yeah, but we were just kind of hanging out at that conference, just kind of getting close and such. In fact, when we got back from that conference is when we started dating. So I guess the message is there. 
if you want to get into a long-term relationship and have kids, uh, you might as well go to the Crested Butte Conference. Just kidding, right? <laughs> but it did happen in our case. I did talk to another gentleman up there that actually uh, happened to him. His name is starts with an H, but I don't want to say other people's names. I'm yep. sure you know who I'm talking about. Um, so anyway, uh, so Steve has been on that board for a long time, and I wanted to do a... Uh, kind of a, a different podcast here. You know, we've always done interviews before, but this is a this is one I wanted to do. Uh, this is a podcast I wanted to make sure we laid down here that dealt with the experience of Crested Butte, not only because it affected me, I know it affected a lot of people and it has for a lot of years. And um, I just want to talk about it. And there's a lot of people who have not been able to go to any sort of... Uh, uh, conferences in the past. And Steve not only goes to this one, I know you're kind of a conference... Uh, junkie? Yeah, junkie. Aficionado, yeah. I think I was going to say, but you can say junkie, right. So, all right, so Steve, let's start... Let, first of all, let's start with the... Um, if you go to the website, I know you can see the the history of the conference, Crested Butte, the, the Mountain Conference. And I don't want to read it word for word, but I know there was a guy, David Musselwhite, who went to the conference back in the mid-80s, I believe. And can you kind of fill in the blanks with what you know from there? Well, actually, he and some friends um, were skiing up there in the winter. And they thought it would be uh, pretty interesting to, uh, wouldn't it be a neat place for a, a family conference? And, um, you know, most conferences are weekends. Right. You know, and this is a whole week long. And... Um, he thought it'd be a really neat place for um, a week-long conference in the summer. And so um, they kicked it around and talked to their sponsors and prayed about it and um, decided, let, let's call up there and see what's going on, you know, what it takes. And who did he get on the phone when he called up? Well, he called Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And... Um, David's passed away now. He, he went to the big meeting in the sky about three years ago. and um, Which but, is why we're mentioning his name in full, by exactly. the way. I just want everybody to know exactly. that. And, um, but he called up there, and uh, David Musselwhite, it's not a real common name, you know, and um, he called up there at Chamber of Commerce and got a hold of some lady, and he explained... My name's David Musselwhite. I'm in Dallas. I'd like to uh, talk to somebody about conference uh, facilities up there and what, what, what it entails. And um, the lady said, well, who you'd need to talk to would be David Musselwhite. He goes, no, no, no. My name is David Musselwhite. I'm in Dallas. I want to talk to whoever I need to up there. And she said, it'd be David Musselwhite. And so I guess they kind of figured it was a somewhat of a God shot there, you know, that... Um, Maybe God wanted them to do this. And, you know, this was the 35th year of it. So this is going back 36, 37 years ago. 30, right. Wow, that's a long time. So this was the 35th anniversary this year Correct. of the conference. Uh, and by the way, I don't think we mentioned this yet, but for those listening, uh, we have people who listen in all sorts of countries and uh, um, and those in the, even in the United States who may not know where Crested Butte is, it is in the state of Colorado. And so it bears to mention that. And let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the setting for the conference itself. Uh, it's, um, it's not a sea level. No, no, it's about 10,000 feet. Right. 
So it's tenth. It's it's is high up in the mountains, and for the most, I shouldn't say for the most. Well, I would say the majority of people that go up there are Texans, right? It's, it's not it's not closed off to Texans, and I know it has is changed dramatically over the years, right? There's a lot of different states that come in now. Sure, sure. but you have people coming in from Florida and other uh, areas of the country, and and so they're not used. To, I mean, I know that. I personally am not used to that sort of altitude, if you will. Uh, so everyone kind of comes up there and they're having a hard time. First couple of days, you're kind of breathing heavy, right? Sure. But after that, though, let's talk about the setting. Uh, man, it is absolutely beautiful. It was. It's a nice place to get out of the heat in Texas it's right. for a week in uh, end of July, you know. And, yeah, so uh, let's, the temperatures there are in the 70s usually, Typically, right? yeah. In the yeah. day, mm-hmm. and then they dip down to the mid-40s during the night? Typically, uh-huh. Yeah. So and, um, pretty good weather. You know, we usually get a few showers over the course of the week, but, um, you know, it's a week long where you um, can really relax. And you had mentioned earlier that it is uh, not only a week-long um, uh, 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 setting for uh, – you said it's a week-long setting, but we also you also mentioned that it is a, a family event, right? Correct. So this is not just AA. Uh, talk a little bit about what, what all is involved. Uh, there's AA, right? There's, there's AA meetings all week. There's Al-Anon meetings all week. Um, we have two Alateens sponsors that take our, this year, I believe there was 42 Alateens up there and they take those kids and on activities all week. And by the way, I don't want to mention their names just because I have not, you know, I did not seek permission to do so beforehand, but those two Alateens sponsors are, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're not the only ones, by the way, there there are many people, but they're the main Alateens sponsors. They're absolutely fantastic. And I can tell you, there's one man and one woman. I talked to the man this year and he said, this is my last year again. Yep. So, in other words, I he guess told me at the end, uh, next year's his last year again. <laughs> so. so, anyway, they're they're absolutely fantastic. So, like you said, though, there's all the different activities. Yes, there's uh, children's programs for kids who aren't actually old enough to get into the adult team program, and um, you know, so parents can have fun up there. They can spend you know a lot of time with their family. You know, and. Um, you know, it's there's an awful lot of activities that we're going to get into later, you know. Sure. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful little mountain town, and uh, it's up at the um, ski resort up a couple of miles up the hill. And, um, you know, it's in the backcountry. It's not right off of Highway 70 where most people go skiing up there. It's, mm-hmm. it's about a four-and-a-half-hour drive from Denver in good weather. So yeah. It's it's remained a quiet little mountain town, you know. It's pretty cool, real yes. safe place. Kids are, you know, kids come and go down in the. They have shuttle that you know kids ride the shuttle down in the town and walk around. And I, I think most parents are pretty pretty cool with that. Yeah, you know? I, I can assume I'm kind of a, uh, a, a helicopter. A helicopter dad, if you will, and uh, even my daughter, was, I let her get on the bus and go downtown. She had never done anything like that before. And, you know, and, and I would be remiss in talking, you know, I know we talked about the Al-Anon sponsors and such like that. And, and this just gives you an example of the community, though. Like, uh, we were staying on the third floor at the place we were at, and there was a it was a big group that was up on the fourth floor, and they would reach out to us on a consistent basis. Uh, once again, I don't want to say names just because I 
I haven't gotten permission, but uh, you know, they had things like they had like steak Monday. Uh, where they cooked a bunch of steaks up. I know they had Taco Tuesday. Spaghetti Thursday. Spaghetti Thursday and then Fajita Friday. I can't remember if there was anything on Wednesday or not. But I think there was. Yeah, right. I'm, right. But but they, you know, they were so gracious. You know, there was a, a group of them, about six or seven people in this particular location who would, you know, make all this food. They invited us in. Everybody would share a meal. Then they would get on with their uh, activities or meetings or whatever it is that were going on. Uh, but it was just absolutely great. great. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but Crested Butte to me seemed to be like the... Uh, uh, the land of bikes and dogs. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so if you are a biker or you are a dog lover, it is the place to be. I have never seen such a dog-friendly town in my entire life. Yep, and it's it's funny because, um, and everybody is fit up there. They're yeah, all right. sinewy, you know, they... <laughs> They walk and ride and you <laughs> yeah. know, hike and you know they're running around with all these dogs yeah. and on bikes and it's <laughs> it's been like that since I've been up there you know and they put those bikes on the back of those ski lifts and oh, then yeah. they uh, head on up to the top uh, uh, and uh, and then they ride the bikes down I kept thinking well they're going to bring those bikes back down on the ski lift right but no they ride them down yep it is incredible all right so. All right, so that's, that is a little bit about the setting. Uh, we talked about the setting. We talked about the history. Now let's talk a little bit about the, the schedule that is, that, that is going on up there for people who are actually with the conference. Uh, and by the schedule, I mean uh, all the various meetings that are taking place. So uh, I'm going to let you talk about it because I know that it is one of your every day. When I say every day, Monday through Friday, I believe, during Correct. the conference. By the way, this conference this year was July 22nd through 27th. Um, and uh, next year, it's, it's a full week, but I can't remember exactly it, when it I think started. it's the week ending August 2nd. Correct. Yeah, you know? no, I do remember seeing so that. So it's, you know, the end of July, beginning of August. And, right. Um, you know, it unofficially kicks off, actually. You know, the little Crest Butte AA group has a Sunday night meeting in their little church. Ah, yes, yes. And so they move it to the high school on that Sunday night before the conference kicks off on Monday. And um, they have, a, you know, everybody who's up there at that time, which is just about everybody, uh, goes to that meeting, right? You know, down at the high school. And, yeah, that uh, high school was packed. Yeah, and <laughs> there, it's, there it's were, fun. It's where yeah. you kind of catch up with people from different places. And um, you know, I've I've made friends from various places in the United States and you know all over Texas. And um, just to back up a little, mm -hmm. that first year they had it, all they did was uh, make flyers, and they got flyers down to um, Austin down to San Antonio, down to Houston, and around the various, you know, through all their intergroups, and um, as well as Dallas. And they had over 400 people up there that first wow. year. very Just by word of mouth. And basically. that was in the mid-'80s, I believe, right? Uh, whenever, 20, 35, 35 years, years ago. 35 years ago, do the math, right? <laughs> wow. And so, 
in, in, let's talk about the attendance there while we're on this piece. So sure. I, I, this year, the attendance was what, six, seven hundred? It was seven thirty. Now that includes our kids and stuff. You know, there was, I think there was 42, 45 Alateens and, you know, about 70 kids in the kids program, you know, and that ranges from, you know, infants up to 12 years of age, you know. And so registration for the conference opens up every year on what, April, f- April 1st. 1st, is that right? <laughs> and then, it, well, th- theoretically it closes when... It fills up. When but, it um, fills you know, up. Usually around July 1st, okay. something like that. Yeah. And this year I know they let in a couple of latecomers, but they said next year they're definitely closing it off. Well, at- we're limited as to a uh, space right. in our... Um, evening speaker meeting, which is Correct. Monday through Friday at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Right. So we can only fit about, you know, we can't fit fire code wise. We right. can only fit a certain number of people in that room. Right. So I guess you could come up to the conference, but uh, as far as getting into the meetings and such like that. You just hang out. If right. You, you can just hang register. out, you know, just uh, pick it up through uh, uh, osmosis, if you will. But yes, uh, Monday through Friday, there's a there's a 715 a.m. Oh, yeah, meditation. Um, meditation meeting. Right. And then there's an 8 a.m. And so have you, I, now I didn't make the 7.15 a.m. meditation, but did you go to that by any chance? I've been to it in the past. Okay. Some meditation. Is it meeting. inside or outside? Inside. Okay. Inside. Uh-huh. And then um, Monday through Friday, there's an 8 a.m. meeting outside on a, on a deck yeah. behind a bar. Of course. Now, know, this is your favorite meeting. Am I am I correct about that? That's the one. Well, I like the evening meetings as yeah. well. But um, 8 a.m., it's pretty cool to sit there when it's 45, 50 degrees and I have a cup of coffee and watch the sun come up over the mountain, you know, and um, talk and you get about to, our steps, you know. Right. You get to watch. You get to see that beautiful mountain just staring yep. at it while everyone's sharing. Uh, and you're kind of doing half med or at least for me, it was doing little bit of meditation at the same time oh sure so. sure all right and um you know meetings are all an hour except for well except, except for, those for our workshops. workshops yeah right so so i've got so here's here's the basic schedule that you have every day right so you have that that seven fifteen meditation meeting for those of the for those who want to attend that and then you have the 8 8 a.m meeting which you're talking about kind of i don't know if you call it a sunrise meeting but it's a uh uh, it is a meeting where you sit on a deck outside, you have a, a discussion, kind of a topic, and you get to watch the mountain at the same time. It's absolutely beautiful. And then after that, there is a 10.30 a.m. meeting every day, right? Well, there's two or three AA meetings and an al meeting, I right. believe. You know, I don't have it memorized, but, um, you know, we offer different topics. Top. So you can you can pick, you know, if you... You don't like a particular topic for one certain 1030 meeting, you can go to another one, you know, and um, and there's also, you know, a lot of times there's um, at different times there's Alateen meet, I mean, um, Al-Anon meetings, mm-hmm. different topics and twice a week, I think it's on Tuesday and Wednesday after the 8 a.m. meeting. Um, there's a meeting up on the mountain. So you take the lift up and. There's a meeting. It's kind of um, it's a formal meeting. It's in our program typically, and um, you know, it's about a nine thirty, ten o'clock meeting. It depends on when everybody gets up there and have a meeting up on the mountain. That's beautiful. Um, 
And so I can tell you that it, I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, I'm looking at the agenda or the bulletin, whatever you want to call it, the conference program uh, from the conference itself. And I can tell you one of my favorite meetings that I went to, believe it or not, the whole time was the it was a third step discussion meeting that was held on Sunday night. It was one of the very first meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it was the first meeting. And it was on the as you know, there's there's two different hotels really that were operating operating three i guess if you include Four, the five, yeah you know, yeah right people stay all over right there's a lot of different uh, locations where people are both staying and we're having meetings condos and stuff right mm-hmm. Um, and so that third step discussion meeting, uh, I remember it was like a, not only a third step discussion, but it was the, the topic was also kind of like, what do you expect out of this conference or what are you expecting for this week? And just to hear people tell their stories of, you know, how many years they've been there or whether it's their first year or not, uh, was absolutely fantastic. I, I, I loved it. Um, I also went to, a, and on a Monday, July 23rd in the morning at 10.30 a.m., uh, there was, and this just kind of, I want to give people a flavor of uh, the types of meetings. Now, keep in mind, I was going to mainly AA meetings, right? But as Steve said, there are Al-Anon meetings. But I went to the uh, We Are Not a Glum Lot meeting on Monday morning, and uh, that was very well done. A lot of good discussion there, but... Nonetheless, so every day you have the 10.30 a.m. meeting, and then you have the 2 o'clock p.m. meeting. And again, there's, you know, various meetings. There's mm-hmm. three or four meetings. Um, sometimes it's two and two, two Al-Anon, two AA meetings, or, um, you know, it just depends on the schedule that day. And then 3.30. Um, 3.30 to 5 is a workshop. There's There's five workshops every day. And, um, various topics. There so, what's as the well. difference between a meeting and a workshop? I, I went, but just if you want to explain. Uh, typically, we try to have some kind of interactive, you know, little activity in a workshop. You know, get to get somebody involved. You know, the the crowd in the workshop a little more involved than uh, just a typical discussion meeting. And I want to tell you that I went to your workshop. What was the name of it? 10, 11, and 12? 10, 11. 10, and when 11. I say you, you and another lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, a host, lady. Yeah, Alan on lady. Uh, All the workshops are, you know, conducted by one AA person and an Alan on person. So. That's great to kind of balance it out. Mm-hmm. But because of that workshop and because of the the flyer that the handout we had yeah that had the alan on lady mm-hmm. handed out she was absolutely great um because of that and filling that out i went you know that was one of my takeaways from the uh uh from the conference i got to do a four step uh, and i started doing it there i already told my sponsor i'm going to be calling you so so i didn't have to get on a podcast and tell him about it i actually went I called him on the phone and said, I'm going to be uh, uh, meeting up with you probably within the next week. Good, it, good. So, you needed some fixing. Th- I'm glad you <laughs> took away something, John. <laughs> All right. So uh, so those are the workshops. Those are held 3.30 to 5 every day. And like you mm-hmm. said, typically there's, there, there's some work to do. So 
Just and there's an evening speaker meeting. You were, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. We're okay. going to go to that. Just I'm hey, man, don't, don't don't get ahead of me here. All right. I, okay. Okay. I know okay. you're. I know you're the co-host, but you know, just don't take too much control here from me. All right. All right. So, keep in mind. <laughs> You are listening to Sober Speak. You can find us on the worldwide World Wide Web at SoberSpeak, all one word, dot com. There you will find approximately eh, 30 plus or so other episodes, which you can listen to for free. Self, uh, Sober Speak is a self-supporting organization through our own contributions. We are not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution. We do not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorse nor oppose any causes. All right, now back to the episode. So, as Mr. Steve G was saying, kind of the, I guess, the biggest meeting of the day or the 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 highlight of the day, for the most part, at least in terms of Best attended, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best attended, yeah. Because people may be having experiences outside of those meetings. But it's the 8 o'clock meeting every night, and it's Monday through Friday. And there are various speakers. Generally, they're coming in from other parts of the country. Well, Uh, yeah, we never, we haven't, we don't pick, we try to stay away from picking uh, Texas speakers because, you know, the conference has um, a lot of Texas people there, and we've generally heard most of those guys, you know, just yeah. in various settings. And um, But, yeah, we have um, speakers that we end up having to book them out, you know, two years in advance typically. Right. And um, they get to bring a guest. It's pretty pretty cool deal for them. They speak one night, and they, they get a week vacation, you know. Very nice. <laughs> so... Uh, so if you're out there and you're thinking about how to get a free vacation, start working on your AA talk. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we, we can't go through every speaker just, you know, just because of the time. But I, okay, I saw Jimmy on the first night, right? Monday. Yes. And then I saw Tiffany on the second night. Yes. And then, oh, what's her name? The Alan on speaker on the third night. I, I actually, oh, I'm missing that. Come on, Steve, help me out. Uh, her name was or is uh, oh, uh, Angie. Yes. Angie from Destin. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, and she was absolutely fantastic. And, yep. and I, gotta, I have a public confession here. I had never thought seriously about joining Alan on in the past. Uh, it's just you know I mean I've always I've always appreciated Al-Anon, liked Al-Anon, but after Angie was through speaking, I was going, man, I, that is something I should seriously consider. But that's another subject for another time. We've we've had some of the best Al-Anon speakers I've ever heard up there on oh, on a regular basis. Yeah, and Jimmy was from or is from New, New Jersey, Jersey, right? Yeah. And you can kind of tell. Yeah, you can kind of tell. And he had a he wasn't from Texas. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was swimming with the fishes, uh, but he definitely had a New Jersey accent. And then Tiffany from California, just so young and sweet looking. And then she goes through her story, and she's she's still young and sweet. But man, what a story! She's that, one of us. Right? Oh, you know what? Can I say? Do I need to go back and delete those names? I, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. But nonetheless, so we had some we had some speakers, right? Uh, and they were they were absolutely fantastic. Um, so, uh, so we had the eight o'clock speaker, and then you had, there was a couple more speakers the other nights. When I had to leave on Thursday morning with my family, uh, Matt but, was Thursday night, and then uh, 
he's young, young, younger person. And then uh, Tim was on a Friday Friday evening. night, correct? And um, they were both excellent. I mean, out of the park, man. Very nice, very yeah. nice. And oh. then we have a ten thirty meeting every night as well. Yo, that's right. Now I've never went to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you? Did you go to any of the ten thirty? Oh, I've been meetings? to some of those. Okay, certainly. And is it a? So that's an AA meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those of you who are late night, and the Alateens are having meetings at the same time during around. the speaker meeting typically uh-huh well no they i remember there were 10 o'clock meetings in, oh yes yes they yeah. have a later night and we had ala 20s up there this year That's some right. of our ala teens that have um been going up there since they were young kids and they they kind of formed their own group and um had their own meetings you right know, later at night right of course so ala teens uh, for those of you <clears throat> explain ala teens what how do you explain that it's Children of alcoholics or al anons mm-hmm. that are um, or ha- or have been a, or who have been affected by alcoholism in some form correct. or fashion, right? And um, you know, their teenage years, right? So, ala twenties isn't like an officially a, an official no, group, no, right? No. That's kind of something that this they conference kind of made it up, yeah, know? created for the kids who uh, been coming up there for yeah. a long time, man. right? Super. It's a family vacation, so there's a lot of families that go up there every year. So my takeaway from this uh, was uh, three things, really. Number one, to do a four-step, like I've talked about already. Uh, number two was uh, my daughter was very interested in Alateen after this was over. We didn't know whether she'd really take to it or not, but she was. And I want to try to get something jump-started here in our area or at least get her involved in Alateen and some other group if I need to, and that would be great. And then the other thing that I thought of was uh, to be basically the best husband I can. You know, I don't, I don't know how else to phrase it, but that just kind of came to me during this conference and by the way another shout out to my bride shannon who helps to put she she spent two three hours today working on this podcast by oh you wouldn't just believe all the technical stuff that needs to happen and she does all that on the back end and uh, i couldn't do it without her and i'm very appreciative of that so do you have any particular takeaway let me let me put it this way you hear a lot of people talk about at that conference, that every year that they come up, and some have come 35 years in a row, right? Uh, some have come 10 years, uh, some have come five, some have come three, some are coming for their first time, but you hear a lot of people talk about how every year that they come is a different experience. Is there any, and I know you've been coming for a long time, and I, you know, something may have not stood out to you this year, but I'm just going to ask you, is there anything that stood out for you this year? Um, nothing in, in particular. Um, I always try to get some guys who've never been up there up there, and it's always fun watching them, you know. Um, but, yes, in the past I've had experiences up there, you know, you've, Sometimes when I'm up there, I really feel the pain or I really feel the, you know, feel God up there or whatever. I mean, you can't help, but we had almost a full moon last week. And um, boy, that that mountain at night with the moon on it, it was um, pretty awesome looking. Very, yeah, um, I forgot that orange moon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I sat out, we sat out on deck and um, and talked and uh, looked at the moon, you know. 
few evenings and um it was pretty pretty special but um you can't help but feel the presence of god up there for me you know we um took some nice hikes and um you know crested butte claims to be the wildflower capital of colorado but there's probably 30 towns that say that <laughs> but um and so you know there's wildflowers everywhere if you drive up some of the mountain roads i mean it's pretty awesome very nice yeah uh, like you said, when we had to uh, leave on uh, Thursday morning, we had some other family obligations. Uh, uh, we were uh, definitely sad. Did not want to leave. We had wished we'd stayed till Saturday. Uh, not because we didn't want to go do the other thing that we were doing, but because we just really, uh, there's something about it. It is spiritual in nature. Uh, I mean, not only do you get to do the activities you get to go to meetings and and speaking of the activities let's talk about some of the activities now just just so people will have an idea of what is up there right um so number one they have what they call solo activities now back when i was younger they used to call this uh they used to call it uh, singles in sobriety or something Correct. like that. <laughs> but now they call it solos activities. So there are plenty of solo activities. There, there's a whole agenda for sure. solos sure. in sobriety. Uh, there's an infant and nursery camp for those who have uh, small, small children. Correct. And that comes in handy because, um, you know, we have trained staff that, that watches um, those children and... Um, you know, it's, it's, I think they have to have two, you know, one trained staff for every two infants or something, you know, some kind of crazy numbers that, um, you know, they get, they watch them, right. you know, and that's kind of nice for the, for the adults that want to go to a speaker meeting in the evening. They don't have to worry about their children. Right. You know, there's a young kids camp and they work on crafts and, um, in the evenings while the speaker's going, and so, you know, you can drop the children off at like, I don't even know the times off the top of my head anymore, but like 630 mm-hmm. and pick them up at like 930 after the evening meeting. And, um, you know, they've worked on crafts that evening or gone swimming in one of the pools at the hotel or, um, you know, different, different. And they work on crafts associated. They always have a theme for the children. And, um, you know, it's always an AA theme and kind of working that into them you know and it's it's pretty cool deal very cool and 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 i know that they do a uh, pre-teens oh what was those activities i i know the the lady who does those and she does a real good job with the kids but i can't remember that there was a name of they, they made the banners and they would uh, participate in activities sure, and sure i guess it's all the same thing and these are more for the pre-teens versus the infants and toddlers right and, right um, there are, uh, every day, once again, there's tons of Alateen activities, j- just tons. And, and, uh, you know, the Alateens like to hang out together. They don't want to be with old geezers like, uh, me and you. But they our wanna... leaders, the Alateen leaders actually take them out and go whitewater rafting right. with them one day and go hiking with them. Sometimes they go, um, horseback riding, um, 
you know, but they do a lot of hiking because that's that's relatively inexpensive, you know. Right. And so the parents don't have to worry about them all day, mm-hmm. you know, and they can kind of do their own thing or or a lot of times parents will gather all the kids and do some kind of family activity. Right. They uh in fact, uh I can attest to that. My uh my daughter actually went whitewater rafting not only with the Alateens, but with my uh wife and son as well. Uh I bowed out, but you know, I'm I'm just a non-activity kind of guy, I guess. My thing is I just love hanging around the the campus and going all I say the campus, the the uh, the general vicinity and going all the meetings. I just absolutely love it. But we have all, you know, we have vendors come in on Monday. And, um, you know, when the f- conference kicks off Monday morning and that's when, you know, people line up and in the various, you know, if they want a zip line, they sign up for that. And on Tuesday afternoon, it's X, you know, this time or whitewater rafting on Thursday, you know, in the morning and, you know, all that stuff. So um, they, the vendors take pretty good care of that where they um, typically work out transportation and everything else, you know. Yeah. Then we have, you know, we have a golf tournament. So for the golfers, one day, you know, are the biggest liars, I guess, is what a lot of people call them. <laughs> You're right. And we have a fishing tournament and right. a tennis tournament. And um, we play softball on Friday afternoon against the townies. You know, and um, they even uh, have that what is it called the uh, the the five k run. They call it the boot scoot. Yep. Like and just for those, it's a play on words. For those of you who can't figure it out at home, it's a it's crested butte. So like the the butte scoot is what it's called. So um, that's a lot of fun. And I think you mentioned the fishing tournament as well. But they also have a horseback riding. They have yoga for those who are interested in it. They have a zip line, uh, fly fishing, uh, the float trips. Uh, uh, Steve's already mentioned the uh, the nature walks. So there's all kinds of activity going on, um, and uh, you know we just absolutely loved it. I'm sure we'll be back up there next year. I heard a lot of people at the conference said they get nervous right before April 1st because April 1st is the first time, the first day that they can register, and they just can't wait to even register for the conference. And uh, I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah, one of the one of the things i enjoy a lot is we do we do countdowns every evening you know for sobriety countdowns obviously and alan and for those of you who are not experienced the countdown before explain what that is well it's you know everybody will stand up and you know anyone with less than one year of sobriety sit down two years three four five you know and somebody's left standing with you know 50 years of sobriety and you know everybody cheers wildly you know and same thing with the alan ons you know um they participated in their program the same way, and um, we have a countdown for that. And um, we have, um, you know, my favorite is the state countdown, you know. We'll have, um, oh. I think it's on Thursday night. That's why know. I missed that. Yeah, where we have, um, you know, like, okay, two people are here from Alabama, and, you know, they stand up and cheer wildly for themselves. <laughs> and we go in alphabetical order, but for some reason, they always skip over Texas until the very end. And, um, <laughs> and you know, we had a, 730 people register this year, and um, the great state of Texas had 463 people up there. You know? <laughs> and, My um, goodness. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, you know, because um, we get a lot of people from Oklahoma and Colorado and, and, um, 
you know, but they, we had somebody from Hawaii this year, and um, we had a whole contingent, about 10 people from Canada, and, um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool, because um, you get to meet some people, and I've, I've made friends up there that I see once a year, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I know they're going to be back there, you know, and they might live in Iowa, and or, you know, North Dakota, and I know they'll be back there next year, you know. <laughs> It's pretty cool, and then um, then the last night we have a countdown for the number of conferences they've been to up uh-huh. there. You know, in the number of Crested Butte conferences, right? correct? Yeah, correct. So, so you know, so speak about conferences a little bit because, like I said, I know that you have been to a lot of conferences, not just Crested Butte, and uh, there are people out there listening to this who have never been to a conference before at all. Conferences, uh, yeah, pretty good experiences for me anyway. It's mm-hmm. um. You know, like we've got one here in North Texas, in Dallas. Well, it's actually in Addison. That is um, coming up in August, right? Correct. Third week, uh, third weekend of this month, and um, it's a North Texas Roundup. And you know, it's people generally from the area here in Dallas that will attend that conference, and it might be twelve, fifteen hundred people. You know, register for that, and. Um, you know, there's typically speakers on, you know, Friday night and then Saturday there'd be three or four speakers and then one Saturday night and then a, usually a Sunday morning speaker. And um, that's what most conferences are like, you know. And certainly there's breakout meetings in between a lot of that, a lot of those activities. And um, there's, um, you know, usually an archives room where you can look back at some of the stuff that is mm-hmm. mentioned in you know in um AA literature and see the actual you know articles that they talk about in the in the you know from um the different publications that really started you know lit fires at the beginning of this and as far as getting AA started you know and yeah. um so if you're even slightly interested in AA history at these conferences, especially the larger ones, right? These archives rooms are, well, can keep you uh, oh. fascinated for yeah, hours. They really are, you know, mm-hmm. seeing some of the news articles and stuff. And, and um, you know, and that's what most conferences I've been to. This is the only family week-long conference that I'm aware of is the Crest of Butte Mountain Conference, you know, and... Um, it's it's pretty pretty different. It is, you know, because I'm up there. You really get to, you know, those the speakers come up and they just speak one night and they're up there all week like everybody else. And the rest of the week they're just a bozo on the bus like uh, like we are, you yes. know. Yeah. And you you get to talk to them a lot and and rub elbows with them and um, be in meetings with them. It's it's pretty cool. Well, Steve. We're going to have to get back together in another year and uh, talk about our Crested Butte experience uh, uh, in July or August of next year. Does that sound like a good idea? We'll have to try to do that if we're here. All right. Well, um, I want to switch to some uh, what you call listener feedback. You know, if I was really professional, Steve, I would have at this point some sort of like a bridge music or whatever in fact could you just go like just no do i'm it. not gonna do that oh, come on do me some music <laughs> man all right well i'll do my own okay now we're going to some listener feedback is you're supposed to you know make a smooth transition somehow some way 
Uh, I guess that didn't work very well. Okay, so from Caitlin. Caitlin wrote in and, and she said, thank you very much for these podcasts. You have been, uh, they have been pure gold for me as I am in the first few months of sobriety. I'm almost four months sober and these podcasts are, tr- are a tremendous tool for my recovery. My sponsor goes to the noon meeting at the Frisco Group. Don't know who that is, but she listens to Sober Speak and recommended these to me early on when I was struggling with distracting myself from drinking at night. I've passed these along to my dad, who is 10 years sober in AA, and my husband, who is a non-alcoholic but very supportive of recovery. I think he will find the Al-Anon podcast very helpful. Thank you so much for all you do. I truly can't express how helpful these have been for me. Have a great weekend. Sincerely, Caitlin. Caitlin, you made my day. Thank you so much. You know, that's why we put these things here uh, in hopes that we can uh, help somebody somewhere. Um, From Don S., Don wrote in, he says, Thank you for your sober speak, which has been a great, quote, meeting between meetings for us. You do a great job of interviewing Don and Amy. Sean wrote in, love the speakers and the format. Keep it up with a little uh, exclamation point there. Thank you very much, Don. Uh, Excuse me, Sean and Don, both of you. Uh, Kim wrote in and she says, John, it's obvious that your motivation is to carry the message. I have come to rely upon my, quote, meeting between meetings. Your podcasts have been part of my program this summer with my crazy schedule, exclamation point. I've even suggested to one of my sponsees listen during her commute when she's anxious. It's important for me to support Sober Speak so that it will be there for all of us. I really appreciate the time and the effort you have put into it with love and gratitude, Kim. Thank you so, so much, Kim. Thank you for everybody who wrote in. Uh, If any of you want to write in and get in touch with us, uh, just uh, either go to the website, soberspeak.com, click on the Contact Us tab, or you can email us directly at feedback at soberspeak.com. Now I'm going to go ahead and uh, close in the usual manner. And the usual manner for us here at Sober Speak is to read page 164 of the big book. In fact, Steve, can you read this? Do you, do you need your... Uh, oh, sorry. Not right now. Uh, so it says, abandon yourself to God as you understand. This is page 164 from the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, just in case I didn't say that. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Once again, Steve G., thank you for being my co-host. Thank you, John, for asking me. You needed the help. (laughs) Yes, I do need the help. I need a whole team of people working Round the clock for help. But anyway, God bless you. Thank you for being here. And we'll see all y'all next time. Bye-bye.